0: Let me... Wait 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 wait. Salam Alaikum guys. I'm Hakima and this is the Somali Mindfulness Podcast. I'm Hamza and I'm Layla. And we have two special guests with us who are Yasmin, Lily. Um yeah. So guys, we recorded this yesterday, believe it or not, and it did not save but we go again and we're gonna try and do our best to do it basically but um today we're gonna talk on the topic of sexual abuse sexual assault and sort of educate everyone who's listening and hopefully people can learn from this so yeah we can go straight into it if you want does anyone want to start
1: also um we're on zoom so if you guys hear like any breakups or anything it's because we're on zoom we're not all together um So yeah, we'll start. Um, We wanted to do this podcast because um, we wanted to do for a while now. I think it was like two years or something, Mm. and um, we just saw we saw the video of the little girl on um, Twitter going around everywhere, and obviously it was really it was really sad to see. But then it sparked like a a debate, which I don't think was needed. But a lot of men were saying, "Why was she walking home? No, walking to school alone." Um, she's too young to be alone by herself, stuff like that. Um, and it just sparked a debate and we just wanted to make a podcast. And then we Lily made a live um, that was on Instagram and um, shed some light on there. And there it was, it was a lot of mixed feelings on there. Do you want to talk about that, Lily?
2: Yeah, so um, I must have did the live about um, not far of two weeks ago um, when the incident happened and I really just wanted to do the live to talk about how I felt about the situation and then the live just really went, uh, it blew up and people were joining and people commenting and I it just gave people the opportunity to speak on a subject that isn't really spoken about especially within the male community like guys don't talk about it and I gave me the opportunity to talk to people my age, younger than me, older than me. Um, yeah, like it just I start a conversation.
0: Listening to your, because I was on Lily's live, and mm-hmm. when I went on it, I literally loved everything that you said because everything you said was correct. It was right. But then looking at the comments, people who decided to join the live, a lot of people had really like disgusting views upon what like sexual abuse was. A lot mm-hmm. of people questioned um, what women wear, where women are going, um, what they're doing, exactly mm-hmm. and whatnot. Like, so it was really disgusting to see so much people um, have such really bad views on modesty and whatnot, which we can kind of go into right now, actually. Um, so, guys, what are your thoughts on how, especially Muslim men in um, the Muslim community, have that sort of? A lot of men have that sort of idea of. If a woman dresses more modestly it'd be less likely for sexual abuse to happen to her like what are your thoughts on that?
3: Personally yeah. I just think a lot of especially Muslim men I think they hide behind religion and mm. they in a way kind of use religion to kind of justify other people's actions and especially when it comes to like seeing what women wear like what I was saying was like Um, the woman, like the calibre of women that get raped is so vast that we can't control it. Like it's women of different colour complexion, different sizes, do you know what I mean? Like so many different women get raped, like, but the one common denominator is men. So I feel like that's, it's like educating men and kind of like, that's what we need to focus on. And that's what we need to kind of um, try change, because I don't think we can ever um, change a woman so that she doesn't get raped like that doesn't exist you know what I mean so I feel like it's um, people who say oh it's because of what she was wearing or where she was going or like why was she out that time why was she doing that certain thing like especially modesty for me it's like I'm doing it like for Allah like for mm-hmm. myself for myself for my dean, like i'm not doing it because i see it as a protection from something that can happen and also another thing i was saying like um when i go on twitter or on social media like i see men who sexualize the hijab and their bias so in that sense the hijab and i bias is like um it's something like if they if men who are sick or whatever or sick and twisted men or whatever like who want to like um rape a woman or sexually assault women um, and they prefer women who wear hijab and abaya like that's an instigator rather than a protection so I don't think it is a protection or it's something that protects women for getting raped I think the reason women wear hijab and abaya is for modesty and for ilahi and I just don't think we should associate it with fear do you know what I mean? so I feel like 100%. people who say that are just uneducated and ignorant
2: 100% and you know the thing is as well it really invalidates women who get assaulted or raped or um, any type of like sexual offence happens to them, or those type of women that wear abayas, wear hijabs, like how does that, how does your mentality that like modesty is a protection, well, how does that apply to those women that then live in Muslim countries and do, do, do those things? They don't go out at 1am, they don't go out at 3am, they're not getting drunk, they're walking in the streets in groups probably in their abayas and their hijabs yet they're still getting harassed yet they're still getting mm-hmm. um assaulted all those kind of things so where does your logic apply in those situations it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense and um it's really invalidating it's really ignorant and that all goes back to the whole thing of uh rape apologists of having to um like trying to excuse a rapist behavior and put the blame on the the victim that's yeah
3: lily i was gonna say before you continue i was gonna say you should explain what a rape apologist is because i know some people don't know what it is so i think we should just...
2: okay so a rape apologist is basically a person that like tries to justify rape and like there's a lot of common statements that they make you know things like oh what if she was lying our oh, me- a lot of men love to say that line what if she was lying yeah it's evidence yeah what was she wearing where was she going yeah. it's like what do you mean what, what was she wearing where was she going does that like regardless she was assaulted an offense occurred and it doesn't where she was going what she was wearing like they just try to validate the rapist because I'm not going to lie to you. I know, I know rapists are feeling good when they hear people sitting back saying, well, what was she wearing? Well, it's not mm-hmm. his fault. Well, where's the evidence? They're sitting back and they're feeling great about that because they got people on their sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No,
0: honestly, I agree. Like, going back to your life, Lily, I mm. it was a lot of people on the live who were being rape apologists and victim mm-hmm. blaming, especially. And mm. it was really worrying because it was people that, because we live in Cardiff, these are the people that we're surrounded with. And Cardiff is mm. a very small city. Like, mm-hmm. it's by force of fire you bump into these people a mm-hmm. lot of times. And to know that I'm, like, I don't know about you guys, but to know I'm living in a city where people um, are victim blaming and rape apologists, it's really, really scary. And it makes you question, what could we do? Mm -hmm. And that's what I really want to go into in the sense of um, education and like educating people on this matter, on sexual abuse and how important it is for men to educate themselves, Mm -hmm. especially in like households. Like we said it in the the podcast that got deleted, but sort of the idea of um, parents, having an impact on yeah. educating the muslim boys especially like i know in muslim communities how like is like the ebb culture yeah. um, how do you explain it because i'm always struggling to define what know, is in english it's like it's like,
3: like
4: do you want to go or should i go no nah, go on yeah i'll nah. up to you
3: I was gonna say, I have culture is like shame and embarrassment. And I feel like, especially with sexual assault, I feel like mm-hmm. even using the word sexual or whatever around your parents and stuff, they, they automatically think that you're talking about something you shouldn't be. And I feel like it's, they have this thing about, you shouldn't be talking about that until like marriage age or this age, like they always have like a age kind of thing with it, which I don't think, I feel like it's way more important to speak about sexual assault with younger people, because I feel like going through school, being a teenager, like that's when it's more prevalent, like that's when it really begins to become prevalent in your day-to-day life. Do you know what I mean? And I don't think our parents, even understand the struggle that we go through because on the um on the podcast I got to leave we were talking about like daily struggles that we go through and precautions that we have to take and I feel like our parents don't understand that we have to take these precautions and that they have like society always teaches women to like be to fear like um to be yeah to fear, to always do this and this and this to ensure that you're protected but what society said should focus on is how we can educate men because until we educate men then we're going to constantly live in fear and we're going to constantly have to take these precautions but i just feel like especially in ethnic minorities they just don't feel like that's a conversation that should be had and i feel like we're the generation to kind of break generational curses and i feel like we're all educated now and I don't think it's our parents or our grandparents or etc's fault I just feel like that's Mm -hmm. how they were educated but obviously now we we know better so we need to do better do you get what I mean
2: yeah one thing one thing I said yesterday was um about the whole issue of only educating women like what you were just saying Yasmin like just telling women how to protect themselves but not teaching boys how to act basically and um I was saying yesterday about how educating only women about rape, it like pushes the whole agenda of victim blaming. Because people then go and turn around and say things like, oh, I told you so. Well that that is all the root. That's the root of victim blaming. It's the whole idea of, well, we told women not to go out at this time. We told women not to dress like this. We told women not to look at men. All those kind of things. All those type of things. So that at the end of the day, When something does happen, they'll turn around and say, Well, I told you so. That why didn't you tell him not to do that? Why didn't you tell why? Why are boys not taught in their households, in school, by their friends, just within their environment, how to like boundaries? They're just not taught boundaries. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: But I'm taught how to take care of myself in fear of men in the street.
4: Yeah, I was gonna say, in terms of um. Going back to what Hakima was saying about education, like in the family, I feel like it is so important like doing it in school as well. Because we learned stuff about, you know, like sex education, cat online, st- like real life situations, but we like boys, especially were never taught about, we were like, it was never mentioned like sexual assault and, never. and like how to deal with it and stuff like that. And I just feel like if changes like that were made and if changes like that, if the ab culture was like never a thing, in family in family life then it definitely would have helped but
2: i feel like but you know what one thing i feel like is that like okay cool we can't change how our parents think how our grandparents think because you know um their minds are set really but we can change our generation and the upcoming generation and that's where the whole thing of education comes in if we Mm -hmm. teach our friends our peers oh this is wrong oh boundaries oh consent um this type of behavior is dangerous all those kind of things then they they then will pass the, that mindset to their kids well then we'll, which will then protect my kids
4: yeah and,
2: yeah and how you think directly affects me because like that can put my safe like my safety is in a lot of these boys hands a lot of them all of them even. As long as I've seen you around or I'll see you, my safety is in your hands. You have responsibility to be educated on topics like this. As long as you are the, I don't know if the word is perpetrator, as long as you are whatever the opposite of victim is, yeah, as long as that's in your hands. Yeah, as long as you're the oppressor and your gender is the oppressor, then yeah. you have a responsibility to then therefore break that and change that and educate yourself and that was the issue with my life i was trying to educate and people were arguing against me. what are you trying to argue against me for i'm trying to tell you this is wrong don't do this but you're here trying to validate this and this and this how does that make sense
4: mm-hmm.
0: that was what was really worrying like on your life you could tell your intentions were so good but it's just mm-hmm. so upsetting to see so many people, um, like, decide to say such horrible things. And a lot of the boys on your life did not realise that they could have been people on your life, lots of girls who might have been on your life who have gone through sexual abuse and mm-hmm. who might have wanted to come out and speak about it. But because of what they said on your life and how they said rape is cool and whatnot, that's an actual quote. Like, I've seen one of those boys say that. Mm-hmm. And, like, all these horrible, like, oh, if she doesn't do this or if she doesn't do that, she'll be safe then. All of this, what you're doing is causing a victim who has done nothing but maybe go on the streets or walk home or go somewhere. I don't know. Either way, it's something so innocent. And mm-hmm. you're saying to them, if you didn't do, this, do that, it is your fault. It is your fault that you've been raped, that you've been sexually abused. And mm-hmm. they don't realise the impact it's caused them in the sense of they might be suffering silently, they might be suffering with depression, um, PTSD, like severe trauma from that situation. They might have been trying to overcome it, but because of their comments, because of what they said on your live, it could have pushed that person to go so far back. Mm-hmm. And people don't, what I realize watching your live uh, is that so many people don't realize how much of a ripple effect they, their words can cause. Mm-hmm. It can, their little comment, it's not a little comment to us, but to them, their little, little comment that they might have said and thought, oh, it's, I'm only saying it on these lives, like, how big can it go? It can cause somebody, God forbid, to commit suicide. You don't mm-hmm. realize how impactful your words can be to somebody. And that's what's like what really, really hit home. And like maybe people really are ignorant. People don't realize that the words that they say can cause someone so much damage. And that's mm-hmm. what I think is the purpose of this episode right now. Like, doing this podcast, inshallah, mm-hmm. like, I really hope that the people who are on your live will be listening to this, simply because yeah. so many, majority of them actually um, did not have any knowledge, and clearly were either saying things because they genuinely believed it, or were saying things to impress their friends. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. was, it was one or the other. There was no more other categories involved, honestly. Yeah. But... Sorry, Lily, carry on. I just wanted to say I
2: feel like an issue that I realized with my life was that I feel like some of those guys, most of those guys even, guys don't understand how prevalent and like like how prevalent assault is. In every community, people are really trying to tell me that this stuff doesn't happen in Cardiff. This happens everywhere, regardless of mm-hmm. you're in Cardiff, London, New York, a tiny little village. It happens. As long as there's a population of men and women, at least like, at least a few of those women have been assaulted by some of those men. Oh, Allah, I'm not even exaggerating now when I say I can't, like, I can tell you 99.9% of the women that I know in my life, yeah, have probably been assaulted, harassed, obviously Mm. to different degrees, yeah. But they all have. Mm, And men, I I feel like men think out of 100 girls, maybe one of them might have had some sort of interaction where there was, you know... But no, out of those 100 girls, probably at least 98 of them had some sort of, you know, something happened to them. I think
3: yesterday we were all talking about, like, ah. personal experience like not personal experiences mm. but things and precautions that we do so I feel like mm-hmm. we should all kind of speak about like what we were speaking about yesterday like about what precautions we take for yeah. Um, yeah I know Leila was talking about going on FaceTime and stuff
1: yeah when we're walking home and stuff like I, I have to be like obviously n- not much in the daytime but in the night I have to be on FaceTime to either one of my friends or my sister like there's there's no way I can walk home listening to music because it's just too scary mm-hmm. <laughs> and um even when we're in like I, oh, I said this yesterday as well but in in on Twitter, TikTok I saw this thing where this girl made like a voice recording like to make people uh, other women who are in Ubers feel comfortable so they're like oh I know where you are I can see your um location on are you okay yeah I'm in the Uber kind of thing yeah, and yeah. it was just it's so beneficial because you don't ever know who you're getting a, a, a random stranger a random man so you have to be we we take precautions all the time. Like I yeah, tell when I'm leaving, I message somebody. I message my uh, my friend saying I'm on my way. If I'm not mm-hmm. there in ten minutes, they they can phone me and say, "Oh, what's up? What's up?" Yeah. Uh. And I was actually
3: saying like when I walk. Um, on my own or something like I make sure my music is not too loud or anything I'm listening to is not too loud because like if anyone comes up behind me or anything happens yeah like, that I can hear and I was actually talking about one experience yesterday about how I was like on this bus one day and then I was just sat on the bus like whatever just doing my own thing and this man just comes up and he sits next to me and obviously there's beer at the seats, but I was like okay whatever so I just got off at a stop early because I didn't want to make sure sh- I wanted to like have I didn't want to um, stay on it because I was a bit uncomfortable so I went off the bus and I just remember like I got off the bus and then this guy just follows me and he just puts his hand on his shoulder and he's just like oh hello and I'm just thinking like why is this guy touching me and I just remember my heart was racing and my first thing was like okay let me just call someone or something like that and I just remember just like walking really really fast away from the situation and I just remember like how scared I felt in that moment and I was just thinking that's oh, over for me like I was mm-hmm. so scared.
2: You know, you know, we have this such embedded fear of men, especially men we don't know. It's so embedded in all of us. Yeah, Wallahi. Like, to be afraid of men. Like, Wallahi, if now, yeah, I'm walking down the street and a guy gets too close to me, I know I'm not comfortable. I don't like it. I'm moving away. Yeah. Even Yasmin, mm-hmm. it's just an ordinary thing now. If we're just sitting back now you say, oh, a guy sat next to me now, yeah. In the situation, like, guy. Other guys, yeah, might think, oh, like, it's nothing. But girls were like, oh, my God, like, what does he want? Like, why is uh, close to me? All these scenarios are playing out in our heads. Yeah, and, yeah. And exactly. And more time, they're not irrational. Because Yasmin was here scared and uncomfortable. And the man, like, what Yasmin made up in her head actually ended up happening. He came up to her. He put his hands on her. He tried to chat to her. Why are you doing all that? Why are you doing the most?
0: Because that's true. You know what it is? It's really scary because there was one time I was at a bus stop and I saw this girl and there was a, a weird guy trying to get close to her and he was really really uncomfortable. And then mm. just before I could even say anything, it's it's actually mad, but another guy got involved and said like, "Get the hell off her, Like, what the heck? This guy who was trying to touch her and whatnot, but he jumped mm. back and walked off. And I sat there because it's so crazy how that girl said was trying to move away and whatnot, and you like just a guy a random guy just to say saying simply get the heck off of it makes the fucking guy jump off straight away you know what i mean yeah like, men it's, it's need validation
1: how... for this things mm. that they need to do yeah it's crazy if they see how another man health. saying um telling them like if this you mm. know the, especially with the live you saw if one one of the mm. boys was saying this and this the other boys are probably agreeing now because because yeah. mm-hmm. the other boys are agreeing, i have to follow like a sheep that's what yeah. men no that's, do. no
0: that's what i was about to say as well if I wish there was um, a boy, a man in your life, Lily, who would have mm. just said or spoke up and said, Yeah, um, this is not okay for the rest of the I them.
4: can't lie to you.
2: I can't lie to you. Mm-hmm. There was, um, off top I, of my head, yeah, there, yeah. there were people on my life who were disagreeing. But the a... issue isn't, yeah, but like. It's been vocal but, enough. But, but the issue isn't the people that are agreeing because I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, that's what you're meant to do. I'm not mm-hmm. going to congratulate you oh, yeah. for, for doing what you're meant to do. See how much mm-hmm. you would
3: that. Like, I didn't even realise, but like, and we're not supposed to, like, it, That's it, it, what I'm saying. I'm not thought, meant to say, you know what
2: I mean? that's what I'm saying. I'm not meant to say, thank you so much for giving me, um, like, basic human bad. Thanks for saying, yeah. saying rape is bad. Like, yeah. thanks for standing up. Like, do you get me? And that's, this is literally just now. It's, that's how embedded it is in us. Look at us now saying, thanks guys for like, sticking up for us like that is the most victim thing ever like that really is and the issue really isn't the lack of people well it is but the issue isn't the people that were speaking up like thank you so much by the way if you're listening to this thank you I know it might have taken like some guts to do that to speak up you know publicly against a lot of guys but it was dangerous the things that the guys were saying were were dangerous Dangerous because it was so dangerous and people i said yesterday on the podcast that um those people even if they're very confident in themselves that they themselves aren't rapists they definitely just reassured someone who is a rapist or who will then go forward and assault someone who will do whatever and you know what's another thing yeah is that we didn't even say this yesterday but Something I realized with guys is that when they think of assault and rape, they really think of these really exaggerated scenarios where it's a girl on the floor getting pinned down, screaming, Mm. and he's there and he drugs her. And guys, really and truly, that's not the case more time. Manipulation, blackmail, all those kind of things, pressure—those are all things that that like you're a rapist if you do those things i really feel like i feel like we didn't do this yesterday. but i really feel like we should talk about specific behaviors that um that are bad dangerous behaviors like, so like things like in like mm-hmm. gas mm-hmm. those kind of things yeah yeah
1: i agree-
0: I think going i was gonna say about <clears throat> gaslighting but i think you want to go on to it now i think you are. Got- did you want yeah, to,
1: basically, basically um, for those who don't know, gaslighting is basically like manipulating someone. Like, I, to be honest, when people used to say gaslighting to me, I did not know what that meant. But yeah. gaslighting is like manipulating someone into thinking that what they're doing is wrong, but they're actually right. I think mm-hmm.
0: yeah, if, what they're basically doing is, say if somebody is being, like, I'm just saying, like, like the scenario, if somebody is doing something that you feel uncomfortable with, and you, you want to speak out about it, but they make you feel as if it's all in your head.
4: Yeah, and you're like, yeah.
0: oh, so for example, now, yeah, say if like that guy, if when you were on the bus, the fact that he touched your arm and he was like, you're right, that's, it's a weird gaslighting situation where he believes it's a normal thing. But you're like, this is not right. This is uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. He, if it was like a more serious situation, it would be that idea of like basically manipulation where, They're making it a very platonic situation. Like, oh, it doesn't matter. You're making it a bigger issue than it is. But to you, and in reality, you're being crazy. Yeah, like that whole, yeah, that sort of idea.
3: It's all in your head type of vibe.
0: Yeah, but it isn't because it's Mm -hmm. the reality of it. Him putting his hand on your shoulder is not okay. But if he was to be like, oh, well, you're over-exaggerating. Like, that's not what, that's not what I, like, you know what I mean? Like him changing the situation. That's sort of gaslighting. Do You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. Is, thing I want to say is I know um I was just gonna say like a lot of people on Lily's live was like for example Lily would say or um, we'd be talking about like the lo- whole live was about um women's, uh rape and like sexual assault and then I think some people's like um, reply to that was like okay but men get raped too and I just want to say like if you if you mention men getting raped. the expense of women getting raped so like as a reply to that then I just like you're in like that invalidates your opinion because you're dismissing women and you're dismissing women's struggles and stuff like I feel like um you've got like when men get raped and that's a serious issue and we're ready to talk about that too but right now what we're talking about is women getting raped and I feel like you coming back with that you're not addressing the situation you're kind of just making an excuse for it so without I think definitely I don't think it was intentional but I feel like unintentionally you are kind of like dismissing our whole conversation and basically um making excuses for the rapist and I just feel like um I would just not use that as a response to when people talk about mm-hmm. women get raped
2: Honestly, yeah, and honestly and truly, yeah. If the only time people want to talk about men getting raped is yeah. when we talk about women getting raped, you don't care about men getting raped. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. You don't care. You really, you really don't care. You don't care because when have I ever seen any of you boys go on your stories trying to spread awareness about men's sexual assault stories? When have I seen you guys start lies? When have I heard conversations of you guys talking about it? no, you don't, you really don't care. And it is sad. I don't want anyone to hear this and think that I'm saying it doesn't matter or it's um, less of an issue. No, men get raped is very, Definitely. very sad. It's very mm. humiliating. It's very belittling, as rape is. Yeah, but that's also,
4: what
2: that's what I'm saying. But right now we'll talk about women getting raped. and not going to lie to you. It's not even that we're just talking about that. The things that we're talking about right now as well helps... Um, victims male victims as well because we're talking about how men should speak up and statistically speaking more men get raped by men because it's the same oppressor it's the same it's the same person doing it it's the same you know Mm -hmm. we're still talking about how men still have responsibility to speak up on these kind of things and that benefits male victims as well Mm
1: -hmm. so our
2: conversation is doing more than you sitting back saying men get raped too i know they do it's really sad so let's talk about that another time let's,
4: oh. yeah i was gonna say do you know what's crazy i could like i could tell they were like little boys and little girls watching that live as well and yeah, the yeah little boys do, yeah do you know for the little boys to like look at the way all the boys were talking because nine times out of ten they were all saying the same thing they were all saying oh what about what about men getting raped or going back to the um, hijab and abaya, if girls wear this, it wouldn't happen. And what's oh. scary to think is, like, when they all grow up, they're all gonna just going to... implement that on that their face. Is that okay? Yeah. And it's just... It's, it's a scary idea, Wallahi. and it I just really want to say as
3: well, yeah, like... For you people again about um, islamically you guys um, like the fundamental of Islam is to protect women. Do you know what I mean? Like that's one of the fundamental yeah. principles of Islam. And obviously in this situation, the problem is that me- um, women are f- afraid of men. So clearly we're doing something wrong, um, even like religiously. So we need to. That's what we need to fix, right? So I feel like yeah. you lot using um, um, our Prophet Muhammad told you to cover. Because I think one of the comments, like one of the but exact ones, is like. Prophet Muhammad yeah, told seeing. you um to cover up, just cover up and then you'll be fine, type of vibe. But I don't think that was the case. I feel like you have a responsibility to lower your gaze, number one. And number two, Islam literally is all about women and 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 like um a man's hack is um his woman and like his uh, mother and his daughter and like women in general, because they're all your sisters in Islam. So I feel like um Men just need to be careful about using um clothing as an excuse because it's definitely definitely never going to be an excuse, and that's victim blaming and you're a rape apologist if that's what you think
0: you know what it is yeah it's scary to see so many people, so many Muslim people um the boys use islam as a as a way to justify, yeah as a way to justify um sexual abuse mm. the amount of times I see. Um, modesty being so easily thrown around mm-hmm. as an excuse for rape and yeah. it makes me mm-hmm. really sad because Islam is so perfect in every way especially Everything. towards women the way women um, are in like put in such high regards in Islam like it's just so beautiful to see but to mm-hmm. see Muslims use Islam as a way to justify rape happening it's really really disgusting and haram um, and you know what, people, I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt, to be honest. Some people, some of those little kids who might have been on your live, they mm. might not know the severity of using Islam as a way to defile. They yeah. might not even realise that they're using it. They, that's what I mean by the ignorance of the majority of the people who were speaking and commenting in the live. It's really, mm. really dangerous, and people don't understand how... Um, Wallahi, you know at the end of the day I'm going to be honest, this life is so short like this life is what, 70, 80 years at the end of the day you will, you will be returned to Allah and you will be having to answer to what you have said and you don't realise I feel like a lot of these people who are on your life don't realise that they have caused pain to another Muslim you mm-hmm. don't know yeah. how severe that is you have caused pain to another fellow Muslim you, you literally you have damaged them for what you have said for the people who are racist you have caused that that you no know, words can like be explained to use like no words can be used to explain how um severe it was what they said but they need also, to understand
1: um, it but on, also i just want to say um basically we're talking about we were talking about modesty modesty is not only for women as well it's, mm-hmm. and, and modesty is not just for women it's for men and it's not just about the way you what you wear it's about the way you, talk, you talk how you, you speak, how you, you carry are, yourself yeah. Because if you're, obviously, if you're swearing, that's not modest. You're not being mm-hmm. modest. And if you're talking about women the way you are, you're not being modest. It's, mm-hmm. Modesty is not only about what you wear. It's about how you talk and how you think. Do you know what's another thing?
2: Yeah? I said this yesterday, where um, showing skin doesn't mean, like, sexualize that. Because I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. There are loads, There are so many situations where you people see women's legs, people, women's arms, women's bellies, whatever. But you don't sexualize those situations because um, some people consider it inappropriate in those environments. I don't know when when people are I don't know in the gym and women wear shorts in the gym. I'm assuming not everyone says, "Oh my God, like look at that whore, like she's wearing." When people go swimming and you see them in their swimming costumes, when people I don't massage. know. That When people have a massage, people are naked when they have massages. People... All those kind of situations, all those type of environments where people show skin, yeah? And you wouldn't associate that with being sexual. You wouldn't associate someone being in a hospital in a hospital gown with their legs out as something sexual. Yeah. So you can apply those same things to women walking down the street. You can apply those same things to women wearing mini skirts, women with their arms out, women's with their women with their hair out, anything like that, you can apply those because I'm not going to lie to you. yeah. None of you, I hope none of any of these boys, they're not sickos. They're not, they're not, I hope they're not sickos anyway. They can look at skin and not think, oh my God, like I'm going to go mad if I don't touch her. Like she, yeah. she, do you see what I'm saying? And
3: it wants to be touched.
2: Exactly. It's Women's bodies have been so over-sexualized. Like, um, uh, what have you mentioned, um, h- like, historical um, impacts? I'm yeah. yeah, Hakima, you must have said yeah. the historical impacts on today's, like, um, yeah people. Like, do you want to talk about that?
0: You know what it is? Like you said, Lily, women's bodies have been overly sexualized from the beginning of time. Just mm. From the beginning of time, it's always been overly sexualized to the point where FGM is happening. And all the like, a, FGM, especially, let's just hit that.
4: Mm.
0: FGM, if people don't know, is female genitalia. Female right? genital right mutilation. Yeah. Um, so basically, it's part of um, the female genital being cut off. And if you don't know, it's really, really dangerous. Going into, like, health-wise is really, really dangerous for women to do that. But, there
2: are no health benefits you, as well.
1: There, yeah,
0: no health benefits yeah. at all. A lot but of
1: women can't too. have kids as a well while because mm-hmm. of it. And they, they don't have periods anymore. And, yeah. they, all, and they do good because of men, is it?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's the reason. If you, if you look at to it. To seem pure. Because of men. It's Yeah, to seem... This whole purity idea, I, that's one thing that... We I hate about that idea. I, mean, I, I really, literally can't.
4: I can't. But, this Literally, is so off
0: topic, well. yeah.
2: I'm so sorry, this is so off topic, but this whole fetishizing purity and innocence oh, yeah. from men, it like comes from paedophilia. This is so off topic, but it's so nasty and I hate mm-hmm. it. And the whole, like you said, the whole oversexualization of women. And I'm not gonna lie, to, I'm not gonna lie to you, yeah. This this happens more time to little girls. Why are we why are we yeah. teaching young girls? Because why are we teaching young girls to be sexually pure? Why are we sexualizing young girls? Why is it that when we were young, even when we were young girls, we still had to put precautions in from men? Mm-hmm. I know some people, I know a lot of people. Um, I never really faced this, but a lot of people where they were told, like, oh, like cover up um your uncle's in the house or things like that. Mm-hmm. That's so
1: weird. That's so oh. prominent. Wallahi.
2: Oh, your dad's your dad's friends are here like cover up like dress properly all this but you're telling that to a seven-year-old what does that mean
0: yeah you know what it is yeah it's just it's crazy because growing up you hear those things or you see those things but you never really deep it yeah yeah, until you grow up you're like because now to this day i have younger siblings if anybody comes knocks on my door if any uncle comes aunt comes comes into my house and they have an issue with the way my any of my siblings dressing. Wallah, you can get out. I'm not even joking. This is my sibling's house. This is not your house for you to be telling my siblings how to dress. dress. Wallah. Like, mm-hmm. And it's really out of, it's really disrespectful. And that's another thing, by the way, c- kind of um, linked in, the whole idea of like, um, oh, you know, the idea of, because they're older as well, to mm. be more respectful and mindful of their opinions and the way they think. But in I reality how it's harming the future generation the kids my younger siblings no, exactly.
3: mm-hmm. i was gonna say like i feel like your childhood and how you're brought up is like a fundamental like thing about who you are like it's it basically constructs who you are today mm. like what you've been through as a child right so i mm. feel like hearing those things growing up it's going to be embedded into you and it's going to be so hard to kind of get yourself out of that kind of mindset so i feel like Parents and older sisters, and for example, now like me, I have lots of like younger cousins, and I now have a responsibility to educate them. So, example, for like how Kim was saying, like if someone said that's her younger siblings now, she's not going to take it. Whereas when I was that younger sibling, I would take it because I had nobody who thought differently Mm -hmm. to me. You know, nobody Mm -hmm. thought differently. That was just how everybody thought around me. And I also want to like touch on the whole ideology of like purity or whatever. Mm -hmm. I just feel like that, especially in ethnic, is so damaging to like a young girl because. Imagine now um, someone's been through sexual assault, sexual harassment, rape, whatever, and now they want to talk about it. They feel like they can't because suddenly they're not pure and... They're not pure, and they're not valued. Or how you're gonna get mm. married, or how you're gonna do this and that. If you're talking about that, like no one's gonna want to mm. marry a girl. That happens. you like your damaged goods type of vibe Like yeah, mm-hmm. that whole damaged goods and um, when that whole lollipop about, thing. You know that yeah. thing
1: with oh my god, I've heard yeah, that. And I've, heard, yeah.
3: and I've literally heard like if you're like a plate and someone smashes you, you can never put the plate back together the same. No, like that. And what does it that mean? Paper, or your white paper and someone like um. Stains the white paper, the white paper will never be the same again. And I'm like, how can you, how is a whole woman, a whole human being, a whole being in like, yeah, God has created, resulted to being compared to like a lollipop or a paper? Or do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make yeah, be- sense. And it. I was gonna say, I feel like I'm rambling, but I feel like, um, what Hakima said about like the over, uh, over sexualization mm. of women, I just feel like everything like historically everything a woman does it's like because of men you get like fgm and all of this like it's all at the expense of men and i just feel like that's why we need to defo tackle educating men especially like especially for example we're talking about schools i feel like instead mm-hmm. of having like girls and boys in a room talking about um rape and sexual so i feel like we should do it like um, men have it separately, women have it separately, because mostly, most likely women will all think the same. It's men that will think differently and who we, who we need to change their mindset. So I feel like it would be way more impactful if men kind of have their own um, sexual assault lessons and stuff in schools.
2: You know yeah. what I was saying though yesterday was that um, I understand how like a lot of people might be listening to this and thinking, oh, um, it's inappropriate to teach kids about sexual abuse. It's inappropriate to teach, um, like to, what's the word? To expose them to those kinds of issues, But which I can't like, ed. I can't, but they teach sex ed, exactly. exactly. But even the younger, even the younger, younger um, primary kids, like the six year olds, not the 11 year olds and stuff, like you can expose them to um, less, not Consent. Because, like I was saying yesterday, consent isn't just a sexual thing. Like, it means permission. That's a cheat. Like, we, you can teach kids the importance of consent boundaries, but it's really about boundaries. Though. You can teach that through... um The example I gave yesterday was you could play a game where you're tickling each other or something, and then the second someone says, no, you have to stop touching them. That teaches... Yeah people boundaries you're not going to sit back and say to a little kid oh well don't touch a person's private parts uh when it- yeah. of course you wouldn't that wouldn't be appropriate but permission boundaries consent all those kind of things like respect um showing um sympathy all those kind of things because a lot of the people on my life lack that people are here talking about people are slut sharing people are cussing people people are bringing dead people into it i'm thinking are you guys sick like do you guys actually not care okay cool even if you don't agree with what i'm saying do you not care that people get upset like do you really not care about people's feelings like those are just human um morals that a lot of you know what
0: Lily like mm. Those are human, like, you think that this would be the norm. And you really, Mm -hmm. like, meet these people, or you see these people doing, it's never, you know what it is, yeah. We will Mm. always speak about it, but it was only until you're live, seeing people that I know, like, have these opinions, did it actually hit even harder. I was like, is this actually happening? Like, you always hear that people have these opinions, and they say these things. But it was only until I'd seen, like, the names and the faces and then them typing and all of this did it sort of really hit, like, people are genuinely so ignorant, so mm. lack compassion, because yeah. they're even asking, like we said yesterday, they're even asking, oh, well, who here has experienced that or something like that along those lines? They're asking for people to, like, speak up who have experienced yeah. it. But it was, and it was like, like that lack. Go on
2: it was like people were saying things like well if this has happened why not say say saying their names if you don't say Mm. their names it's never happened i'm thinking what i was thinking are you mad like are you really hearing yourself like how can how can you really say because you're not baying people out it never happened i said i must have said to someone on my life um i said to him because that was one of his arguments that oh um if you don't tell us a name then it never happened then I said, um, do people get robbed in Cardiff? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, well, name people that rob people right now. If you, exactly. if you don't name someone that's robbed someone right now, it's never happened. Literally, mm-hmm. you and know what it is, yeah. Dumb. That sounds so mm. dumb. But yeah, go on.
0: No, but Wallahi, like, literally, it's really upsetting that you have to dumb it down yeah, to that yeah. level for people to have basic understanding. Even then, when you dumb it down to that level... They still refuse
4: i feel it's like like they mm,
0: go on choosing
3: to be ignorant that's why i said like only mm. live like for example a lot of people when they were talking about um i know if you've already addressed it but the modest clothing like um when we said what we said about it for, um people would be like, they'd still bring it up. Do you get what I mean? Like, at least if you're gonna be an ignorant person, at least come with different factors of like, why you blame a victim, you know, whatever your reasons are. The fact that people were coming up with the same reasons, despite people explaining why that's not a factor, it's just like I feel like you can't educate people that choose to be ignorant at the same time like as much as we're going to do this podcast and we're going to do as much as we possibly can to educate people about sexual assault and stuff if someone chooses to be ignorant there's nothing I can do to change their mindset and I feel like a lot of people on that live I don't know if they were choosing to be ignorant because they were trying to impress their friends or whatever Mm. they were thinking I feel like we can't change people's mindset when they think like that and another thing I was gonna say like I know a lot of people were kind of upset when Lily generalised saying all boys think like this. Like my response to that is like, if you do not think like that, then it's your responsibility to educate your boys. Maybe you didn't want to do it publicly, but you have a responsibility to do it privately because your friend is your friend is most likely going to listen to you rather than me someone a girl that they don't know and a boy that like that's their boy because exactly. if my friend tells me something or a stranger boy like a boy that I don't know tells me something I'm of course going to most likely listen to my friends so if you do um agree with what we're saying and you do disagree with what your friend's saying just be more vocal say what you feel like having to de- like talk about it. I wouldn't even say have a debate about it because I don't see what other sides you can have but do you know what I mean? Have a conversation, spark a conversation. That's the whole point of this podcast. That's what we're trying mm-hmm. to
2: achieve. That's what I wanted to say on my live. Literally, um, I I went up, on, I went on my Snapchat and cleared this up about a week ago because a lot of guys felt attacked by um, a you lot of the statements off. that were made. Yeah. But I'm not gonna lie to you. People are angry, understandably. People are passionate about this kind of stuff because it's our our safety, our protection. Right now, that's being played with, and you don't Mm. think people are going to be upset about it. And the thing is, yeah, um, like Yasmin was saying, not all men are rapists. I completely understand that. I know that Um, not all men are, like, assault people. completely understand that. But every single man on this planet has the responsibility to speak upon this. And I understand that you're all privileged and don't really experience this kind of stuff. You have the responsibility because the power is in your hands. It's in their hands to speak on this. Because like Yasmin said, they're not going to listen to us. And what I said yesterday was, um, as women, my our power is, like, is completely limited because until someone, until the male community wants to speak upon this, nothing will change. Because... Um, one thing that people were relating to on my live was Black Lives Matter and I really liked that um, I don't know, analogy or whatever um, where let me give like an example yeah, because I'm assuming a lot of the people or some of the people that listen to this are ethnic and support Black Lives Matter so let me put this into something that they uh, might relate to personally Um, a lot of protests were happening um, over the summer and things like that and I know we all understand that until the government, until the police force want to listen to us, nothing will change. And that's the same thing. Until boys, until men want to listen to us, nothing will change because it's within your power, because it's your uh, gender that are, that's doing this. And they're doing it to women, they're doing it to men, all, all of that, yeah. But until men want to sit down and be part of this conversation mm-hmm. and stop being ignorant and stop trying to argue with us when we say don't do this, don't do that. What? It's like they're passionate. It's like they're passionate to be rape apologists. It doesn't make sense.
0: Mm-hmm. Wallahi, that's mm. so true. You know what it is? Yeah, we kind of have to wrap up as well because it's hitting the 40 minutes. But. Yeah. I just want to say, like, Wallahi, everything, I wish we, you know what, we might as well do a part two sometime in the future. Yeah, I of, like, appreciate should. I end, was going like, to say
3: that. Akima, before you end, two seconds, yeah. I just want to say, like, as a good point to end on, I was going to say a lot of people on his Life thought it was boys versus girls on the rape topic. I just want to say it's not boys versus girls. It's us all as a community versus rape. That's what mm-hmm. I want to
0: say. Wallahi, yeah. that's it. It's not gender against gender, facts. But guys, oh, thank and... you so much. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> So to be very specific, yeah, to any guys listening to this, anything, yeah. If you hear your boy um saying something that might be dangerous, you know, check him. If you see a guy slap a girl's bone with stop mm-hmm. him. If your boy is dropping girls' nudes in the group chat, stop him. Cause I'm not gonna lie to you, um, if you keep dismissing, dismissing it, dismissing it, reassuring it, because not speaking up is reassurance, yeah. Oh. Um it, it will lead to something very bad in the future, and so speak up on it to your people, and that's yeah.
0: it. Wallahi, that's true. But guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope like you all learned something today. I hope you all yeah. educated yourself and do mm-hmm. it further. For people who might be suffering with sexual abuse, make sure to go onto our Instagram account because we'll be posting links and helplines and um, help services that might be available for you that you can contact to seek for help. Um, But apart from that, thank you so much, guys. So bye. Thank you, guys.
4: Bye.